0: Hello, a quick interruption before we get started with today's show. I just relaunched six week keto weight loss. This is my group coaching program that I open up for registration about twice a year, where I take you through live coaching calls, a bunch of lessons and videos and teach you how to lose weight from a holistic functional perspective. We're talking about hormones, we're talking about liver health and gut health, and how these things can stand in your way from losing weight. It's six weeks it comes with lessons videos pdfs quizzes i put together your personalized macros for you and so much more You can find out more information and reserve your seat by going to healthfulpursuit.com slash six week. Again, that's healthfulpursuit.com slash six week. That's the number six and the word week, W-E-E-K. I hope to see you over there and we will get started September 13th. Okay, on to the show. Hello, this is episode 329 where we're chatting about perimenopause and menopause and how to do the ketogenic diet and not go absolutely crazy and really how to take preventative measures for your health. Our guest today is Dr. Soma Mandala, who's a board-certified internist who has helped thousands of women to successfully navigate menopause and reinvent themselves along the way, earning her MD at New York University School of Medicine and a prestigious research fellowship at Oxford University in England, Dr. Mandel brings a fresh perspective to the topic of menopause, particularly for women of color. Fusing traditional Western medicine with her Eastern roots, Dr. Mandel's approach combines the best of both worlds. Her unique approach provides women with a much-needed, easy-to-follow process, making the 40s and 50s-plus fabulous. You can find Dr. Soma's book, Dear Menopause, I Do Not Fear You, um, on Amazon. I'll include a link in the show notes today. If you have questions about today's content, you can go to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact and ask me. You can catch up on previous podcast episodes and notes from today's show by going to ketodietpodcast.com. Okay, let's do this thing. I'm Leanne Vogel. You're listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. I've created a free guide with tips on how to start keto and maintain your fat-fueled life. Grab it at healthfulpursuit.com slash free as a little thank you for listening to the show.
1: Welcome to the podcast, Menopause and the Ketogenic Diet. My name is Dr. Soma Mandel. I'm a midlife women's health Specialist and board-certified internist who has helped many women to successfully navigate through menopause and reinvent themselves along the way. I earned my medical doctorate at New York University School of Medicine, where I also completed my internship and residency, and I pursued a research fellowship in evidence-based medicine at the University of Oxford in England. I fused both my Western training and my Eastern roots, to provide the best of both worlds for my patients. In October of 2019, I published a new book called Dear Menopause, I Do Not Fear You. Menopause, while widely known as every woman's midlife change and infamous for its onset of mood swings and hot flashes, is surprisingly the most misunderstood biological transition for men, women, and even medical professionals. One of the biggest myths about menopause is that there's some universal experience that women undergo during this transition. And while it's true that there can be similarities, few women realize that the menopause journey is completely different for each woman. No two women experience menopause in the same way. I see many women who come in and say pretty much that they're not sleeping, they're not happy, they're feeling irritable, they feel not themselves, they're gaining weight. And they don't even consider that what they're experiencing is related to menopause. However, I tell them not to despair that there is help and they don't have to feel like this for the rest of their lives. For some reason, there's a massive deficit in general knowledge about menopause that we don't have around other stages of biological transitions like puberty, pregnancy, and childbirth. This deficit isn't just restricted to people without formal training. I had a patient one time last year who came to visit me, and she was feeling really frustrated. She's a highly successful businesswoman who runs a big company, and she has a young family and started to experience the onset of perimenopause. She went to her family doctor, who's pretty well known in the community for help. Her stress levels were really through the roof and she was feeling tired and lethargic and bloated and gaining weight. And she was told that that there wasn't much that the doctor could do to help her and that she was probably experienced weight gain um, related to stress. And while stress can induce uh, weight gain, I'm really grateful that she didn't listen to this advice. One of the most little known facts about menopause is that different cultural backgrounds can have heightened medical risks during menopause. So special care is needed through this transition. There's been a lot of studies on women of color and menopause, particularly in the United Kingdom, but not so much in the US. And it's well documented that South Asian women tend to get heart disease earlier and die more often from heart-related problems than compared to other other Asian groups and Caucasians. In African-American women, the occurrence of cardiovascular disease is 45% compared to 35% in Caucasian women. And more African-American women die from this than any other ethnic group. So special care is definitely needed. So in this podcast, we'll be talking about menopause and the keto diet and I wanted to preface it with some of the risk factors that are associated with menopause. We all hear about menopause in women, about hot flashes, insomnia, mood swings, weight gain, night sweats, feeling irritable. And the way menopause is portrayed in media is that it's somewhat of a laughing matter, but it's really not. Menopause is the change when women go through not having menstrual periods, any further. It's the stage when the body seizes its reproductive function. The official definition of menopause is when you've officially reached a, without any menstrual cycles for 12 continuous months. The average age of menopause in the United States is at 51. During this time, estrogen levels drop markedly and can cause changes in the woman's body and can cause a lot of the symptoms that I've already mentioned. Perimenopause can start anywhere in your late 30s, um, more often in your 40s, and even in your early 50s, and is the period before the menopause Happens Usually occurs in your 40s, as I mentioned, but estrogen levels can change, dip irregularly, and the periods can become more unpredictable and less frequent. And there are patients that I have that experience some of the symptoms that I mentioned even before they become officially menopausal. So after menopause is done, the estrogen levels continue to drop and changes can continue in the body, such as uh, in decreased levels of estrogen and progesterone, testosterone, and this places uh, uh, women at higher risk for heart disease, bone loss, and can further worsen the menopausal symptoms that were previously mentioned. How does menopause affect your hormones? Well. The hormones impacted during menopause are typically estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. When estrogen starts declining, uh, the FSH, the follicle stimulating hormone, which stimulates the production of estrogen and causes the release of eggs from a woman's ovaries, starts to increase. This is the pituitary signaling to the ovaries that more hormone is needed for the ovaries to work harder. Other hormones that are affected are are insulin. Lower levels of estrogen promote insulin resistance. So the insulin that is in a woman's body has to work that much harder to metabolize carbohydrates. And when insulin resistance occurs, there are higher levels of blood sugar. Insulin is a hormone that's produced in a gland called the pancreas, and it regulates the amount of glucose in the blood. Insulin resistance is a condition when the body cells become resistant to the effects of insulin. The cells don't let enough of the glucose into the the cells and in turn this causes even higher amounts of insulin and higher blood sugar levels as well.
0: In these crazy times we're in, stress and anxiety are at an all-time high. You know, I wonder if everyone in every generation has said that. While there are many great natural supplements to support anxiety and stress, the one that's helped me the most is CBD oil. CBD has tons of other benefits as well, such as sleep support, clearing acne, reducing inflammation, and so much more. By now, everyone's heard of CBD oil, while some people swear by it, other people have have not seen the results that they were hoping for. And this bums me out big time. That's where Eaton Hemp comes in. Their unfiltered USDA certified organic full spectrum CBD oil is minimally processed and infused in their own hemp seed oil, giving you the full entourage effect, maximum absorption potency effectiveness, which means results. Whether you place the tincture under your tongue or use the salve on sore muscles, that's my personal favorite. CBD can and and should work for you. And if it's not, you're not using the right product. Not only does Eaton provide one of the cleanest CBD products on the market today, but they pride themselves on transparency. Eaton hemp is farmer owned and strongly believes in whole plant nutrition. That's why they leave the CBD unfiltered so all the elements of the hemp plant can work in unison. Eaton hemp is so confident in the results that their CBD will give you that they offer a full 30 day money back guarantee. So if if you aren't satisfied with their product, they're going to refund you with no questions asked. As a special podcast only offer, you can save 25% on all Eaton Hemp products and still get your full money back guarantee. Head on over to slash keto diet. Use the code keto diet at checkout. Again, that's slash keto diet and use the code keto diet for 25% off.
1: There are other hormones, such as ghrelin, which is also known as the hunger hormone, and this can get affected, and when it increases, it stimulates increased appetite, which causes higher food intake and promotes, obviously, more weight gain and fat storage. And studies have shown that increased levels of ghrelin are present in menopausal women. The other risk factor associated with these types of hormones is an increase in the abdominal girth, abdominal fat, which can typically happen during menopause, perimenopause and menopause. This puts a woman at a higher risk for heart disease as well. The natural decline of estrogen during menopause can also affect a woman's brain health, and women can experience symptoms such as mood swings, feeling foggy, memory loss, fatigue, even the hot flashes are thought to be related to the declining estrogen and the effects of the declining estrogen on the brain. It is theorized that estrogen is responsible for transporting glucose into the brain, and with decreased levels of estrogen, there is less glucose in the brain, and this can manifest as hot flashes. It is also felt that the hypothalamus is the primary regulator of our temperature, and this can get be affected by the declining estrogen. Bone loss is also common in menopausal women. We have seen that with decreased estrogen, there is a higher risk of osteopenia and osteoporosis. Other common symptoms for menopausal women are decreased libido and vaginal dryness and pain with intercourse as well. The ketogenic diet and changes in lifestyle, including diet and exercise, can have a real dramatic effect on menopausal symptoms. The ketogenic diet is a high-fat, low-carbohydrate, moderate-protein plan and the breakdown for the ketogenic diet is usually 60 to 80% of calories from healthy unsaturated fats, 20 to 30% from protein and 5 to 10% from net carbs. And this lifestyle can basically help you use your body fat, the stored fat in our bodies rather than glucose sugar for fuel. So when women switch to a ketogenic diet, the benefits include lower inflammation and increases in energy levels. This reduces the risk of cognitive decline. It stabilizes blood sugar levels and improves mood, and it can help control weight gain. The Inflammation that is present in our body can be dramatically reduced by the ketogenic diet. occurs by reducing blood sugar levels, reducing insulin levels, and can reduce the amount of free radical production in the body. So when all these things occur, people, women, um, usually report that their knees are doing better, they're not experiencing as much back pain, they may have some underlying osteoarthritis, the type of arthritis that occurs with wear and tear as you get older. but they usually report that their joint pains are a lot better with the keto diet. Estrogen levels as we mentioned uh, do decrease in menopause and there are studies that have shown that estrogen loss means that this can affect the brain and can lead to types of dementia including Alzheimer's disease. So as I mentioned before one of the functions of estrogen is to get glucose into the brain for fuel. During menopause as the estrogen drops the ability of the glucose is diminished. So utilizing the ketones rather than glucose for an energy source provides a better energy for the brain cells. And a lot of my patients who switch to the keto diet report less of brain fog and hot flashes. I do think that there are more studies needed to show if the keto diet does reduce the risk of dementia. Um, specifically Alzheimer's disease. A lot of menopausal women report mood swings, feeling irritable, uh, worsening anxiety and depression, even if there wasn't a history of anxiety and depression in the past. So consuming the keto diet has actually helped um, with their energy levels and their moods. And I have experienced anecdotally that there has been a positive impact on their moods um, when switching to the keto diet. So how does the keto diet help with weight gain? Well the keto diet helps reduce weight and body fat through a number of uh, mechanisms. When you're in ketosis, you are burning both fat and stored fat poor energy, you're using a different source altogether. A lot of my patients report that they feel less hungry, that you know they don't need to snack um, and because they feel full quicker and longer for a longer period of time on the keto diet. And this is because of the healthy fats, the protein, the antioxidants and the fiber in the diet. There have been studies of long-term effects on the keto diet, on weight and body mass index and there have been. Studies that have shown like the, that HDL, which is the good cholesterol levels, has significantly increased while LDL, level, LDL and triglycerides have significantly decreased. And more studies have shown that a, a high-fat, low-carb diet is superior to a low-fat, high-carb diet for improving weight loss. And implementing this type of diet can be effective for weight loss strategy and maintenance for menopausal women. So more fat burn, reduced hunger, and a stabilized blood sugar.
0: There aren't many treats my husband Kevin likes. So when we found keto bars and he dug right in, I was a very happy wife chocolate, almonds, erythritol, stevia, and either peppermint oil, strawberries, peanut butter, or coconut complete these bars. Yes, that is it. It's like a little cake in a package without all the extra garbage ingredients found in a lot of those quote-unquote keto-friendly treats. Bonus, they're gluten-free, dairy-free, no added fiber for those that are sensitive, and they do not melt in the heat like other bars of their kind. Woo-hoo. You can use the code KDP20 by going to keto ketobars.com/kdp20 to get 20% off everything keto bars. Try each flavor. Mint chocolate is Kevin's personal favorite as it hits his sweet tooth just right. Again, that's ketobars.com/kdp20 and use a code kdp20 for 20% off.
1: So, some of the things that I promote in addition to the keto diet is certain types of food. For example, flax seeds have a certain type of antioxidant that can help women and they are also rich in uh, omega-3 fatty acids uh, which can also help reduce inflammation. I also promote phytoestrogens, specifically soy uh, for women who can take it without any issue Um, and this can actually help with some of the menopausal symptoms that women experience, such as hot flashes. I do promote optimal hydration, um, just uh, making sure that you're drinking enough water. And that doesn't necessarily have to be eight glasses of water a day, but making sure that you're drinking enough so that you're not Always thinking about snacking instead of reaching for a snack, then avoid, uh, avoiding snacking and drinking a glass of water instead in addition I always promote organic foods avoid uh, you know foods that have a lot of uh, you know pesticides associated with them and lastly exercise is critical during and after menopause activities such as walking and bicycling swimming are really great ways of uh, keeping you know active and weight training is actually a, a, an important Important factor because it shows that it reduces the aging process and improves body composition in terms of less body fat and increased muscle mass. And incorporating a variety of exercise is really important during and after menopause. The stress that can be associated with just being a working mother and, you know, just living life can be impacted by menopause. But practicing stress reduction is really crucial. For example, yoga and meditation and other forms of stress reduction, uh, which include massage and getting a facial and acupuncture, are really important. I promote deep breathing and and, uh, being grateful and having a gratitude journal, taking um, lavender Epsom, salt baths are really important for taking care of oneself and improving the quality of life. As you get more stressed, your cortisol levels increase, and that can impact your insulin levels, and a whole whole cascade of hormones get triggered. So it is really, really important to work on all these things. Insomnia is a common symptom during menopause, and there are many strategies that you can implement I usually start by promoting certain types of herbs, such as valerian root, lavender, chamomile, which can improve your sleep quality. Black cohosh is a supplement that I often promote, which can be found in most most health food stores. And it is a derivative of the buttercup family, originally used by Native Americans for menopause and can actually help to enhance, not increase, your natural estrogen levels. I recommend starting a dose of this for many of my patients to see if it does help with insomnia and some of the other symptoms that can happen with menopause. So we mentioned that there are many risks associated with menopause. One of the common myths is that a postmenopausal woman has a higher risk for breast cancer. Menopause does not increase the risk of breast cancer, but getting older does. So I always make sure that my patients are up to date with their mammograms and that they're getting regular breast exams as well. A fair amount of research has been done connecting menopause with cardiovascular disease, specifically risk factors such as increasing LDL, which is the bad cholesterol, and decreasing HDL, which is the good cholesterol. Plus studies. Have followed women over a long period of time that have shown that cardiovascular health issues do increase for women who are postmenopausal. And it, you know, this is probably due to declining levels of estrogen, which impact our heart health. During menopause, the ovaries stop producing estrogen, and hormone replacement therapy is a way to give some of the estrogen back and help control some of the menopausal symptoms, such as hot flashes. But this should be a... Case by case approach. It should be discussed with a doctor that you trust fully. And if you are really not doing well after exhausting many of the methods, including the keto diet, then hormone replacement therapy may be a good option for you. Estrogen can increase a woman's risk of developing endometrial cancer, but this is something that you know we, you should discuss with your gyn or your primary care physician and. they can prescribe these types of medicines for you to see if you feel better. Although there are some risks associated with it, I do have patients who feel significantly better and we make a decision together to see if the medicine should or should not be prescribed. Heart health is very important in women who are going through menopause and who are postmenopausal. Women who are postmenopausal, studies have shown that their risk of heart disease goes up five years after they go through menopause. So the keto diet can actually help and um, it can reduce insulin levels, it can increase your HDL cholesterol, the good cholesterol, it can decrease your LDL, the bad cholesterol, higher. HDL is associated with a lower risk of heart disease. And so the keto diet can definitely help make these changes. Keto helps you with your blood sugar. So these are all risk factors for heart disease, diabetes, insulin resistance, a higher LDL cholesterol. So for women who are at a higher risk for heart disease, whether it's due to their family history, their own personal history, and the fact that they are menopausal, I often promote A keto diet to help, you know, with, along with other lifestyle changes. And I always make sure that along with their breast health, that we are addressing their heart health and making sure they're getting the appropriate screening to check and make sure that they don't have any coronary artery disease
0: i hope you really enjoyed today's episode next up on the podcast wednesday august 25th we have episode 330 where jennifer nelson hawks is chatting with us about what to do when your body doesn't respond to nutrition changes and you've changed everything and your body's like no i'm not having it i'm still gonna do the same things (laughs) so fun right and then sunday august 29th episode 331 i'm talking about testing carb ups, glucose, metabolism, ketones, what labs to run with your doctor, what to ask, what conversations to have, when to fire your doctor and find another one. Uh, the absolute frustrations I have with all of that and how to be an advocate for your own health. And I get really fired up about this, especially lately. So if you're fired up or you want to start getting fired up for something, I got something for you to fire up about. So we're gonna be talking a bunch about testing blood labs dutch test gi map nerding out um it's going to be a fun one so i will see you then okay have a good week bye bye